Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. Does all of the old content you write just write off into the sunset? Or is there something useful that you can do with it? Well, in this episode, I'll be talking about and actually sharing my six-step checklist for using old content and making it fresh again. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Kindle Your Passion online video course. It's an online video course you can take to publish your first Kindle book in 30 days. In the members area, you actually get over 23-plus video tutorials worksheets, PDF checklists, and more. You can preview the course by going to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash Kindle. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. I'm going to share with you my six-step checklist. I've actually got this written on a three-by-five card, but it's my six-step checklist for improving old content. You see, as you move forward in your blogging journey, You're going to grow in your expertise and in your knowledge. Uh, You should be a better writer, communicator, and teacher than you were a year ago. And if your ultimate goal is to add value in the lives of others, then you want to be constantly asking yourself this one question. How can I improve my old content in an effort to add more value to others? Now, if you have over 100 plus posts or more, that may have just sounded like a ridiculous question. And it will probably take you time to run through this checklist with every single old blog post you wrote or have written. But I would say that more than anything, you want to start with those old posts that maybe get the most traffic. And if you put some effort into it, it will be worth it in the long run. It has been in my case. But what's great about the internet is that your old content can still receive a ton of views. It's not just that those that you've most recently written that are on your homepage are the ones that will even get the most traffic in a month. In fact, I have an article that I've written almost three years ago, and it is still the most visited blog post every single month. And over the time, I've actually went back and I've tweaked and edited that article at least four or five different times. And I wanted to do that for several reasons. One, I wanted to better answer the question because I had grown in my experience and expertise. I wanted to add more resources, create more of a wow factor if majority of my traffic was coming to this one post, then I wanted to be able to add more resources to really answer the question better. I also added a video, and that could help even more kind of clarify the answer because some things are better explained in a visual sense 
than even in the written sense. I also wanted to go back and just try to add as most value as possible into that post. So maybe you should consider using the following checklist I'm about to give you with, I would say, your top 20 posts. You could go into your Google Webmaster Tools or even into Google Analytics, say, here's my top 20 posts, and kind of run them through this six-step checklist. And maybe you should have the goal, I would say, of maybe improving your top five posts in the next week. Either way, you can't go wrong by spending a little bit of time each week improving some of the work that you've done in the past. Now, before I jump into this checklist, one more additional tip that I'd love to offer to you for those of you who do have a good number of posts and you've been blogging for a while is to think about how you could repurpose your content. Could you start a podcast and go back and begin recording uh, the prior the prior blog post that you have into a fresh new podcast? Could you take some of the old content that you have in a certain category and use those to form and write a Kindle book? Could something be turned into a course? The, the really, to be honest, the options are endless. You could turn some of them into a video where you do some more YouTube marketing on video. So there's, there's lots of options for repurposing content, and we really should do a separate podcast all on that subject. But our focus today is just purely improving the blog post. So here's the six-step checklist. If you're aware you can write something down, then I would encourage you to just write these on a 3 by 5 card. That's how it is for me. And when I come across an old blog post, I run them through this checklist. Step one, check your spelling and your grammar. Now, you may not need to do this step if you did it right the first time, but if you're like most bloggers, we can have a tendency to, to read over some of the mistakes and the spelling mistakes and grammar mistakes. I know I've been bad at this in the past, is just getting something published and not always catching everything that I need needed to when I was writing it. But there is a software that you can use out there that works pretty well for, I would say, more of this casual style of writing. It may not be to the level of publishing a book, but it works really well with just catching your typical grammar and spelling errors, and that's Grammarly.com. There's actually a link in the show notes that'll take you to trying out that tool. Now, I use the tool before I publish any of my posts. And I do still believe that a blog post doesn't need the same level of editorial critique as a published book, per se. But using a software like Grammarly, it kind of allows me to have a little bit of checks and balances. You could also uh, outsource it and hire somebody uh, to do some of the editing for you if you want. That's certainly an option as well. But that's step one is just kind of looking over it correcting any spelling errors or grammar errors that you may have missed. Step two is to add internal links. Now, I would say in the last 12 to 18 months, I've become more disciplined at this, but it's a good habit for you to get into, and that is adding internal links in your post from the beginning. Internal links can improve your blog in so many ways. Now, let me explain what internal link is for those of you that might not know what that is. That's basically pointing a link to another page on your blog on a particular page on your site. So you are just linking to another internal page or an internal post that you've created. 
But what this could do is this could do a lot of things. Not only does it help to improve rankings in the search engines for you, but it can also keep your readers on your site longer and engaged in more of your content. So step two is I look down through the blog post and I simply say, is there another post I've written either in the past or maybe since publishing this post that I might be able to link to that uh, would be beneficial? So that's step two. Step three, add a picture if needed. Now again, I went through a period of time when I didn't add pictures to every post. I now see the error in my ways and I see a tremendous value in doing so. Now what I do is I just kind of quickly add an image to my post. I create an alt text, it's A-L-T, and you can simply do that inside of WordPress and you'll find it. It's just called the alternate text, alt text. And that's where you can list kind of the main idea behind your blog post, or we would also call it the, the main keyword phrase or the focus keyword for that particular post. And I do believe that images can improve the reader's experience, but it can also help to boost your blog in the search engines as well. It's just another great SEO tip. doesn't take long for you to do that. So if you don't have a picture in one of those old posts, go back and add a picture and add some alt text to that image. Step four, check the title tag and meta description. Now, I know we might be getting kind of geeky here, and this may not be something that you even know how to do yet, depending on your level of where you are with blogging. And I've even been lazy at this in the past, too. But I've often come across old posts where I left this area blank by accident. Typically, underneath, inside WordPress, you scroll down, and you can find a place for your title tag and your meta description. Basically, what that means is it's what shows up in the search results. So if there's a particular keyword phrase you're wanting to target, it's good for you to have it in your title tag and meta description. Now, if you don't know anything about this, I would recommend that you add a free plugin. It's called the Yoast. It's Y-O-A-S-T, Yoast SEO WordPress plugin. And it's actually one of the free plugins we install on our free blog setup service. If you don't have a blog set up yet, you can go to bloggingyourpassion.com and look for our free blog setup service. We set up the blog for you, but we also add some of these necessary plugins for your blog as well. But basically, this Yoast SEO uh, WordPress plugin will add a little place underneath your blog post where you can add your title tag and your meta description so that you can make sure that what you want to show up in the search engine shows up. Otherwise, they'll just pull in whatever data uh, is at the beginning of your post. All right, that's step four. Step five, check the categories. Now, a great way to organize all of your content on your blog is by using the categories feature inside WordPress. Now, many bloggers I've seen don't even bother with categories feature. They just kind of publish everything as the default uh, uncategorized type feature on there and they're not sure what to do with categories. What you don't want to do is get a couple hundred blog posts down the road and wish that you had nice silos for your content and some nice categories. But I would just take a moment while you're in the old blog post and say, did I check the category that I wanted to put this in? And make sure that you label it correctly. Now, step six, 
and this is the one I spend the most time on, but I simply ask a question. And the question is this, how can I improve this post? So what I do is I just get, I just look down through it. Is there something I can do to improve this post? And there's several things that you could do to improve a post. Maybe one is you add more content. So there's a little bit more explanation that can take place. Maybe there's new information you've discovered that you could add to the post. You could just freshen it up by adding more content. Two is maybe there's a relevant affiliate link. This works really well for those who uh, are doing this strategy with their top 10 or 20 posts. Because now that you've got a lot of traffic to it, it may make sense for you to look for a um, an affiliate product that would go well with the subject matter that you're talking about, if possible. Here, another thing you could do is just point the reader to a product that you've created. Maybe you've created a product. Go back to some of your old posts that have a lot of traffic and simply put a blurb in there about uh, the, a product that they might be interested in that you've created. Another thing you can do is create a video that explains the post. Maybe your post was a question and maybe you could better explain it with a video. And it also is a great opportunity for you to get YouTube traffic to that post and get an additional stream of traffic because you could link back to your original blog post over on YouTube. And another thing you can do is just get the reader to opt into your mailing list. You know, one great list building strategy is to go to your most trafficked post and offer an opt-in at the bottom of that post that's very relevant to the subject of that blog post. And you might surprise yourself at how many signups you get just by doing that strategy. So now I could probably spend a whole podcast talking on why the above ideas are good and smart for you to do. And you may even have some additional ideas on how you can improve your post. But these are mine for now. So that is the six-step checklist. I'd encourage you to get those written down. And as you come across some of your old blog posts, just look over them with this step-by-step uh, -step process that I've given you. Well, that's it for this episode of Blogging Your Passion. I'm always so grateful for all of you who tune in each and every week. We really appreciate it. We even love giving, uh, getting the feedback from you as well. And we'd love it if you just go over there and rate us in iTunes and give us your opinion. I mean, are you enjoying this? Is this something that's helpful for you? Is it helping you accomplish your blogging goals better? Um, We've had a number of new ratings over there that I've noticed recently, and I just want to say thank you. Uh, Kofa, I believe that's how you pronounce it, she wrote, I'm just getting my feet wet to blogging, and I love the series of this podcast. It's a great way for me to get this right the first time around. This has so much information about best practices and lessons learned. It's amazing. So I'm enjoying the podcast along with the Blogging Your Passion University 101 class that I'm enrolled in. It's taking those small steps to properly instruct you on the basics of setting up a professional blog. I can only highly recommend anyone who is remotely considering blogging to do it through Blogging Your Passion University. It's an investment well spent. 
Thanks, Bob and Jonathan. I'm absorb- absorbing all that you have and loving it. You are welcome. We appreciate you being a part of this community so much. Well, if you would like to connect with us, feel free to shoot us an email. Connect with us and let us know how we might be able to help you or if this is a beneficial podcast for you. But until next time, let me just challenge you with this. Go blog your passion and make a difference in someone's world. 